lawsuit for you. You have been chopped. Fuck off you, that useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. We are live out of our little studio in Staten Island, New York. It's another crappy day out, and we are here to serve you. Get you and something. Once again, Chilamita says she can't hear us. Did you hear the music? You can speak. You don't have to say anything. No, I did not hear the music. You know you can't hear us. Yes. I didn't hear the music. Ladies and gentlemen, we have sound issues. Switch headphones. We got it. All right, so yeah, starting off another week, we had uh, the what do you? Yeah, there he The short um, the appreciation uh, day was last week. <laughs> it's been like almost worse than Lou crunch, crunching yes, something. Yes, as soon yes. as we go live, yes, everything has yes. It's so like a one-man band. Yes, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, since last week, I mean, a lot happening. We got a good guest today. We got Brittany Craig from uh, Master, Master Chef. Chef. Yes, she got voted off a couple that. of weeks ago, but cool chick, you know. I, I was watching it. I felt bad for her. So yeah, actually, she, she kicked butt in the, uh, the audition. She made yeah, a great, great yeah. little thing. But, uh, well, I felt bad when she got kicked out, like they made her cry. I actually sent her a message on Facebook, like, you did great, kiddo. And she got right back to me. And now, all of a sudden, she's going to be on the show. Tina hooked it up, so uh, it's pretty cool. Very cool. And, uh, you know, we had the finale last week, uh, last night, as a matter of fact, of uh, I love the, the, I'm watching it, and they were asking, I don't even know his name, Ger- Gerardo, the, the love guy. Gerard, yeah. Gerard, whatever his name is. And um, I was calling him retardo, but that was his name. <laughs> but, um. You can see your hand in the background, like it's a clear shot of your hands right behind him, like making the circle, like fist pump motion, and like that's Burmeister's <laughs> hand right there. Like I knew it was you. Like it was, just, you would go like in perfect sync with the words. It was just terrible. Yeah. Well, that, that was the thing. I, I really wish they incorporated the cast a little bit more, but they did use a yeah. lot of my clips. I know they did. They did. I was a little upset that they didn't, because you know. Yeah. But whatever, it is you know. what it is. I mean, I still think you shined. You did well. Yeah. I got a little added thing in there when she was like, everyone just thought I could make microwave popcorn. I was like, yeah, 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 I didn't even think you could make that. And then when they asked me, they actually asked everybody who they wanted to win. 
And I said, whoever's going to make me that co-host first? I ain't yeah. shit, and I don't care who wins. I lost. So, yeah. you know, I was through. I don't Dami give a flying, you know, lot of wins. You know, whoever puts me on the show. That's right. Prejudice. I was rooting for Damiano, but, you know, what are you going to do? He, he's, he'll be fine. You know, everyone there will be fine. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Damiano will be around. All these people will get on other shows and go on the cutthroat and chopped and who knows what they'll do and get all kinds of publicity. And Yeah. Well, no, the only thing that stinks now, now I'll have to play on chopped and stuff for a charity. <laughs> they won't get to put any money in their pocket if they win. Why, is that the thing with Food Network? What you do with Food Network? Well, they go on the celebrity ones now because, you oh, know, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. the finals and they'll judge. and Exactly. You know, so. I mean, I'm game for doing that. I'll do it for my nephew's charity all day. So. Absolutely. Now, Rob, can you go back on the show again? On what show? Food Network, right. sir? Somewhere I don't know. Down the line? I don't know. I don't think they're doing a comeback kitchen or anything like that. Yeah, that would be the only way. That would be kind of cool if you did have enough. But what's your name came back in season eight? Yeah, that's what our buddy Tom from Staten Island was, yeah. was between her and him. I think it would be pretty cool to see you come back and then take the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I don't know. Man. I don't know. People I don't want to take the it. time off, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, people don't realize like it's nice you get the publicity and you, it's going to boost your career. But it is a lot of time away from your friends, no your work. family, your life, the work. <laughs> yeah, you know, we need to make money. That's right. You know, seven weeks is a long time. That's, uh, you know, you got rent, mortgages, and all that other stuff. But, you know, we, we chatted about that. I got an idea for a show. What about... Sean Cassidy's Kitchen. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we're making Jell-O balls. Food Network versus House Kitchen. The winners... Well, not necessarily Food Network, yeah. I thought about that too many times. Why they never did like a Hell's Kitchen versus MasterChef? Like, or do you remember the old, in the 70s, they used to Battle of the Network Stars? Yes. Yeah. That was a great show. It would be like yes. ABC versus NBC yes. versus CBS. That would be you a know? great idea for the food industry. So yeah. maybe you just see you sparked an idea between Rob and I. You know, you right. brought little, back some things. Little yeah. cooking, cooking challenges, yeah. but with teeth. Thank yeah, you, you got the so cooking much. channel, and then the Food Network, then Fox. Then Bravo, right? The Messi, uh, the Top Chef guys. Yeah, that would be a great friggin' idea. Yeah, I think that would be an awesome idea. Yeah, you got the Food Network crew, you got the Bravo Top Chef crew, you got the Master Chef House Kitchen combined crew for Fox, you got a couple of chefs versus from Iceland, and you battle out the networks. And they all kill the cast from uh, Man versus uh, Chef, Man versus Child. There you go. <laughs> because they, those kids drive me crazy. They're like, well, I don't know it all. So. Let me just say this. If that idea does ever get promoted, Rob and I have that idea copyrighted, and it's our idea, so you can't steal it. That's right. You heard it here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mail something to yes. myself. Yes. <laughs> I think also they should pair up um, a MasterChef adult with a MasterChef child and make them cook together. Against That's not another. another... on a roll. That's not another bad yeah. idea either. Exactly. You get the master chef it's my idea. Remember, it's my idea, Food Network. It's not Food Network, but it's Fox, but okay. Okay, Fox, it's my idea. <laughs> I think they should pair up the younger Sean Cassidy fans oh my with God. the oldest Sean Cassidy fans. Enough with Sean Cassidy. That was 25 years ago. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about with the Sean Cassidy, what was it? Your top five favorite actors? And that would still me as like number two actor with yeah. Sean Cassidy. Cassidy was number one. If you really must get technical. Forget Brad Pitt or 
Antonio Not even Stamos in there. Not even Stamos. Sean Cassidy. When I was younger, I watched the Hardy Boys, Hardy Boys mysteries. You know who my number one actress was? Farrah Fawcett. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I think Farrah Fawcett. Who might get him? But uh, so what was going on, bro? My see got the food truck painted. Got the food truck painted. Picked it up today. Now tomorrow, I got to tow it back to the sign guy so he can put all the stuff up, and then I'm ready to go. I think you know. I got a plumber to come look at it just to make sure everything. Now I'm up. willing to donate some free artwork to you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get naked and dip myself in paint and then run and <laughs> jump and splatter on your truck. Okay, <laughs> only for you though, bud. You should have done that first, like, right in red. You yeah. covered at least half of it. Splat. <laughs> hey yo. Whoa. What color is the truck? Red. Flame oh. red. Okay. So now, yeah. have you come up with a menu? Um, I'm doing some, I'm going to try some different things. We were speaking earlier. I'm going to do uh, meatballs on a stick. Balls on a stick. Balls on a stick is going to be buffalo, barbecue, Asian, Italian, Swedish. I'm just going to dump them in the sauce and hand them to the people, you know, and they can, uh, Dipping sauces. Nothing like dipping your balls in a sauce. It's fantastic. Not at all. Depending on the sauce. And, And it's a very, they're very versatile. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm doing a Frito pie, which is, uh, you know, chili and cheese in a Frito bag or Doritos with all, like, pulled pork and stuff. A lot of, like, stoner food slash You know what the new thing is? Stuffing your balls. I like my balls stuffed. (laughs) Well, no, me too. I like, I I did it with mozzarella and mortadella and prosciutto, and it was fantastic. Right. You know, the stuffed ball is like a new hot commodity. It's kind of like a meat rice ball, if you will. Yeah. You know? Yep. You just gotta watch out that your balls aren't too salty, because you know. <laughs> or sweaty. Sweaty. My name's Joe Sweaty, and these are my sweaty balls. No, but I think that's a great idea because the whole thing with people don't really look. It's great to go to these food trucks and you get something, but I like to walk around. I love the meat on a stick concept. I love anything you can, like the walking around taco in a bag or all that. To me, that's great. When you gotta sit there, I mean, that's cool. But I want to grab something, snack along as I'm walking, eat it, go right. to another truck. You know, you want to check out everything that's there. Yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, oh, don't get me wrong. Do I want to you check out your sandwiches, sandwich, I like, yeah. you weren't going anywhere. The only thing I was pissed at that everyone was in the chairs. I wanted to sit down and just get my elbows, like, just boom. I know. I wasn't had a great sandwich, so I can, oh, I can go for awesome. one of those right now. Awesome. Like I said, my friends still talk about it that went to it. And, like, you know, they one of each and, and loved every minute of it. Nice, nice. But, uh, yeah, so uh, August 12th, 13th, and 14th, I'll be at uh, the Woodbridge, Chef Lou's whole shindig. We'll see how that works out. Yes, yeah, I'll uh, be there, too. We, we, we're judging that barbecue thing. Yep. Yeah, the smoke. What uh, day is that now? Is that on a Saturday? Friday, Saturday. 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 The, the main thing is Friday and Saturday and Sunday. But the barbecue. The judging is actually yeah, on a Saturday. And he was like, ah, we might do a whole pig. So I was like, no. Do like a rib and a chicken or something that we they can do in a couple of hours. You don't want them wasting all their time. You know, do something that they can do in a couple of hours. You know, give us a you know, a chicken thigh and a and a and a, a baby back rib or a St. Louis rib or something, just so it's easy. You do a whole hog. That's like a fourteen hour thing, you know. Exactly. You know, especially because they're not winning a little more brisket, of a bragging rights. A little brisket might be nice. Yeah, that takes long, though. You know, these guys, they're just bragging rights, really. They're not getting 
anything Yeah, crazy. but you smoke it the night before and you serve it. You, you start it the fucking day before. Right. But I hear you want some, even a good smoked homemade sausage, a nice chicken and, yeah. you know. Whatever it is, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be pretty fun. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be fantastic, yeah. without a doubt. Got to get Clem up on that truck. Start oh, yeah. slinging some stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just, I'm kind of excited. I just wish it was early. I, I, I did this, thought of this doing it months ago because <laughs> I haven't made a dime in the last two months. And I, I, all the phone calls are starting, like, you know, where's our money? Where's the mortgage money? Where's this money? I'm like, all right, hold yours. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, all right, well, let's hit the phones. I believe this might be Annette calling in, our, uh, our new favorite listener here. Absolutely. I think so. Hello, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. And I'm so grateful I have my dental floss here, and I like my balls on a stick, too. So. Nice. Well, hey, baby. You know, that, that's scary for the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a yeah, little nervous yeah. talking to you, but i got to be honest. So how are you doing, Annette? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. You guys sound wonderful, and uh, I have to agree with you. I watched the uh, Food Network finale. I don't have a TV. I don't even own one, so I watch it online. I watched it this morning, and I just sat there slack-jawed and went, really? Not because of who won. You know, no, no who cares at this point. It is what it is. Right. But because it was so bloody boring. It boring was the most and... underwhelming right. frickin' finale they have done yep. in their yep. history. There was there was no family member there, there was no representative from Food Network there, there yeah, was yeah. no confetti, there was no anything. It was like yeah. and you won, boom, and that was it. And they didn't yeah, even she like fell on the floor and then my DVR cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. you know, and Great. what was what was really crazy was they said you know we've watched all the pilots and we've already picked the winner. They said that right out of the gate. I thought, well, then what the hell are you hold me hostage for? Just tell me who won. Let me go back to my my breakfast. Right. I mean, really? Because they had to get the Bobby and Giada spoof. Like, who Dude. cares about that? Dude, I'm going to tell you what. If he hugged her one more time, I was going to say, just put a ring on it, okay? Yeah, but, I know. Whatever. But whatever. But so, yeah. So now you guys are all free, and you get to go and do your things. I, I wish I lived closer to Staten Island because I'd make your food truck come here. Or I'd go to a food truck or whichever. But I'm very excited. I'm very excited. You guys have great ideas about moving forward and you're all gonna go you're all gonna go places. Even Trigay is yeah. gonna go places, although I don't know quite how, but she will. Yeah. And I feel bad that all she's doing is co hosting the kitchen sink. You know, I noticed that when they, they flipped the little graphic up at the end and it said, you know, watch for her on the kitchen sink. I and I talked to a friend of mine, I have a chef friend here in town. And we're constantly, you know, rawr, 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 and all this stuff. Yeah, and wait, I wait, said, what was up with so that? So she didn't, she didn't get her own six-episode pilot? No. No, she doesn't no, get her well, own Well, I mean, maybe in, it may be in the works, but she's going to be co-hosting The Kitchen Sink. The better is that little the one. The Kitchen Sink. It's like a little show that's on before the kitchen or after. It's like some of oh, them, right. and then they talk about little things. You know, when they're in yeah. the backyard, when they're not, yeah, 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 that's yeah. The Kitchen Sink. Really? Wow. I believe so. So it's already an exactly. already established show, but she's going to co-host it. But technically, they have to give her own show because that's what it says in the beginning of the season. The winner will get right. their six-episode pile. So they have to give it to her. 
Right. Well, what happened to all these other people that I don't ever see? I don't ever see Justin anywhere. I don't. I don't. I only saw one show. I don't even know who uh, Justin is. Eddie did. He was (laughs) the last guy that Alton personally mentored. It was ages and ages ago. Little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that season thirty-seven or Justin Warner? (laughs) Yeah. I kind of remember that actually. You're so funny, but no, seriously, and and I really do like the idea. Well, check this out. The only one that ever really became of anything was Guy Fieri. Yep. Guy Fieri. That's the only one no, that really No, 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 no. Jeff Morrow. Je- you have well, Jeff Morrow, they canceled the show, and now yes. he's a co-host of The Kitchen. Yes. Right. That's true. But, uh, and Artie Sequeira, I love Indian food, so I loved Artie Sequeira's stuff, and they kind of pulled the plug on her as well. But uh, And Damaris Phillips. I like Damaris. I like her show. I like the Maris too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like her show, and I, and I think she's fresh, and she's she, she doesn't seem to be corruptible. Like, if they tell her we don't need you anymore, she's going to go, hey, that's cool. I live in Kentucky, and I'm married to the love of my life, and I'm popular right. down here, so see you later. Bye. I mean, I really yeah, think she's, she's telling to go fly yeah, a kite. she's not phony. No, she's not. She's not. She's just genuine as hell, and I love her to pieces. But I would love to see the mashup of what you were talking about earlier in the beginning of bringing, you know, the Hell's Kitchen people on with these people, kind of like duking it out in, in a kitchen stadium almost. I think right, that would right. be exciting. Yeah. I hate to say it, and I'm not saying it's because I'm a Hell's Kitchen guy, but I think Hell's Kitchen would take it because we're the grittier, grimier, down in the trenches, put up in your face than any other show. Food Network, I love Food Network. I'm going to get some of Food Network is a lot of the, the pretty people. Well, Chopped, you know, Chopped would be good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I think it would be grand. You guys put it together, and we'll watch it because you're looking for something to watch these days. Right. So that well, would be I great. mean, the other thing, I would like to see an actual cooking show on again. They don't make yeah. cooking shows. Everything is a road show, which don't get me wrong. If I won, I would want a road show because I just want to travel. Absolutely. You know? But I would also, I mean, my idea for them when they said, what do you want? I was like, I wanted to have a road show, go places. But then take that person's meal that they cook for me, and I go back to the studio and remake yes. the leftovers. Well, here's the last the last real cooking show to me was Emerald. Emerald, yeah. Emerald, look, Emerald. I don't care what you say. Towards the end, they got sick of him kicking up a notch. Bam, bam. Thank you, man. Whatever. But when Emerald first came around, and he was even the essence of Emerald, that was a great show back in the day. For its time period and what yep. it was, that was a great show. And then it evolved into Emerald Live, which again, for its time period. Was a great was show. Great. You had Doc the Live yeah, Band. Doc the Band, and you had celebrities coming on, and people sitting in front of you and cooking. I mean, I've been on that show twice, two or three times in the audience. Yeah. You know, and it was fun to go to. Then I went like to a taping of Rachel Ray, and there was like 30 seconds of cooking, and I got. Uh, you know what made me happy about going there? I got a $200 Best Buy card, a $200 50 gift, uh, $250 gift card, card to Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Great. I was happy. Score $450. Because if you didn't give me that, I would have walked the hell out of the store. Right. There was nothing. There was no cooking. There was nothing going on. Like I would have loved to see some live cooking. Maybe get some ideas. Yeah. Learn something. Teach me something. Yeah. Entertain me. Right. You know, where's all the entertainment yeah. value and the learning factor? You know, the learning factor is kind of left. That's what my yeah. friend Val was saying today. She's a chef and she's a vegan chef and she's an organic chef. So really, there's nothing on the cooking channel or Food Network that supports what she does. And every time someone comes along, they boot them off because no sponsor, no big deal sponsor is going to sponsor that, right? right? But she and I both watch 
the cooking show shows because we get ideas. We learn right. different techniques. We we and we love to watch somebody take their family recipes or their ethnic their you know their ethnic eats kind of things and turn them into something amazing. So it's it's kind of fun, but you know it'll it'll come back. You'll see. It will come back. I think the pendulum's swinging back the other way. I don't think they're going to be able to stick with. I'm just right. Well, that's what the cooking channel is. The cooking yeah. channel has more cooking shows on it. Well, if you notice Food Network, I went on demand, and I'm like, wow, there's like two shows on demand. It used to be like nine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where's mm-hmm. all the shows? They got a lot mm-hmm. of these daytime shows that unless you are up in the daytime and a housewife or a mother or something like right. that, you don't really, I don't know what any of these shows are. I've never heard of them. Back in the day, you had Mocha Mario, the SSM, the Bobby Show, you know, uh, we didn't even 30 minute meals. Yeah, 30 minute meals. Where make like yeah. five meals in 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, chilling and grilling, which I kind of like with Jack McDuff, Jack, whatever his name was. And Jack, um. Uh, yeah, you and I always forget. Bobby did guess and he did chocolate. Yeah, Jack McDuff. I'm going to look him up because I, I actually did something with him at the Philly Jack Travel McDavid. Show. What is it? Jack McDavid. No, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jack from Jack McDonald's grilling and chilling. Jack McCheeseburger. <laughs> Jack McCheeseburger. Um, all right. Fat Let's Jack McDavid. I don't know if he's fat. There he is, right here. I think it's Jack McDavid. All right. Well, right, we, we got found 50 million names here. Um, Fat Jack, Fat Jack, because he used to have the firehouse. I'm here at the firehouse, and it was an old. Jack, uh, Jack McDavid. Jack McDavid. Jack. That is Jack McDavid, right? Yeah, Jack McDavid. Yeah, that's what it says here. Jack well, McDavid. Right I thought the club was just making shit up. <laughs> every once in a while, shit comes out of my mouth. Right. I don't know where it comes from, but it, it just—it's <laughs> sometimes it's right. Yeah. Well, there were good shows on. I mean, you know, every once in a while you catch. I tell you what, I'm really into now is. Barbecue pitmasters. They yeah, always are Destination America. They have all day marathons, and I'm learning a lot about barbecue. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I love doing it, and I've won some stuff, but I'm like the temperatures, the times, and what I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I, I want to go and do another barbecue thing. So. What about making, and, and I know this may seem kind of silly and bleh, but what about just making your own show and putting it out there so that we can see it? I mean, we, we tried that and stuff. It's just a lot, you know, it seems like it's easy, it's a lot but of work and it's a, huge a lot commitment. of editing. And then it's, yeah. it's the cost factor of buying all the stuff all the time and, you know, which. Right, find the time, because we were doing it like before the show. We would try to do like at least one thing. We were doing yeah. a lot of like hacks and we made the, the pig and beefy, the sandwich. It was like crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, it was good. We did it, but and then look, like the, after everything the was over, I had like three tripods. The how to open a beer without a beer without a beer open a made food network stuff. That's right. Made food network stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we yeah. try and, you know, and we, believe me, we tried to get a whole crew to volunteer. You know, like uh, just volunteer and. We had and, one kid come in one day and then he got a new job and we never saw him ever yeah. <laughs> But I'll listen, we yeah, got another that, call. That would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah. You know? And it's it's really a shame because there there used to be, way back when, 25, 30 years ago, when cable companies came around, 
there was an opportunity for the general public to go make their own TV shows. And so you had your crew. You had your editing facility. Well, you, you can still kind of do that. You can on the cable. Yeah, yeah, the public access. Do they access. still have it? Yeah, they, they're begging me to do it. But I'm like, you can't advertise on it. You can't do anything. But you get all the access to all the equipment and the studio. So, I mean, I may think about doing that just to get the equipment. And then I can put in advertisements later on. Well, the, you the know, thing like is I with can that, do it on, you can on make your show. You can make your right. show, and you should be able to get a copy of it. And then you can edit that. And like you said, right. you can edit, pad it, put it on YouTube. But it gives you a um, it, it gives you a, a facility to to produce right. it. And, and there are people and, that yeah. edit it for you and do all that exactly. stuff. Like exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. But, let's pick up this other call. We got a call from 718 Area Code. And let's see if we can get him on the air. All right. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. 718 Area Code. How you doing? Big and beefy, it's John Serp. How are you, boys? I kind of had was Johnny Serp. I don't what? know why. What, what are you putting on a plate? It sounds yeah, like you have something. You're plating something up in the background. That's hysterical. I'm actually making quinoa cakes, and I just took one out and put it into the uh, into the bowl of it. Not the bowl. The um, paper towels to drain it. That's hysterical. Nice. You actually yeah, heard the fact up, that buddy. I scraped the, the iron skillet. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. I knew that sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> so what's going on there, Mr. Serp? How you been? I'm doing good, big boy. How you doing? I'm doing okay, man. Things aren't bad. Good, good. Good to hear. Uh, back on the note, you guys were just talking about um, TV shows, right? Trying to get your own TV show? I just right. called in, and I think I heard the end of that. Um, you know, Rob, that I was trying to do that, too. And it's very, right. very, very, very difficult to do it. I saw your pilot. I thought it was phenomenal. Great pilot. That would be the Thank show you. I would watch. Yeah. And Thank he you. can't I appreciate get that. anybody to take it. No, even I mean, I even had famous people, like people that are on Food Network, look at it and love it and show it to their producers and show it to their, their um, um, what do you call it, agents, and they also liked it, and they still couldn't do anything. I'm like, you guys suck. <laughs> like, you like right. the show, you want to do it, but you can't do it, and you don't want to do it. It doesn't make any sense. They're like, listen, we'll buy it from you for a nickel, and that's what right. you get. <laughs> exactly, we'll take it exactly. Make it into a whole other different show. Right. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And I had a pretty right, decent concept. Like, it was very original. Was, it was different. Yeah, I mean, John had a whole crew and everybody do this for him. And it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was up in like Rhode Island or Cape Cod or something, didn't they? Yes, it was up in uh, Cape Cod. Yeah, yes. Cape Cod. So they, they well, put here's... him up and did everything. They filmed it for him. Nothing out of his here's pocket. Here's the thing, and this is what I truly believe, and I'm going to try to explain this very quickly and as best as I possibly can. I think it depends on the kind of group of people that are in charge of putting the show out there because they seem to cater to what they think is going to be popular to their group of people, to their sense of humor, to their likes. Right. You Maybe. know what I'm sure. saying? Because if you had someone who is very diverse, and, and I'm not saying that they're not diverse and minded or talented. I'm not saying any of that. But what they think is good necessarily isn't always good because they're trying to cater to, like, middle America and all these other things. Right. You know, you got to get something that's going to be for everybody, that's funny, that everybody can touch on or relate to. And, right. You know, a lot that's of these shows that are like, huh? No, yeah, that's what I thought I had. It. It, was, it, was, it was fine. It was, it was, it was, it was cooking. It was funny. It was I everything. You know? had, yeah, yeah. But you know, that's one of the ones you got to send it to ten thousand people so one person calls you back. Right, it's ridiculous. You know? it really, much ridiculous. Yeah, it really but, is. I mean, if you put that pilot out and just started 
putting it on social network and stuff like that and say, what do you think? Please, you know, give me, and then make this whole, like, almost like a, what do they call that? A petition, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can re-bring it back to people. Listen, I have nine million I wonder if that gave me an idea for you, John. Play the fucking pilot on YouTube. I guarantee you to get a shit ton of hits. It's a great fucking pilot. That's great not a bad idea. I, I don't own it. That's the problem. I'd have to talk to them and have them do it. I think you should if you think about it. If it went on YouTube and it got look, a lot of these things are becoming shows. Look at the well, fucking YouTube uh, people are getting signed. To yeah, what's the, the the crazy guys that made the cheeseburger pizzas and the come on the, the over the top guys? The, uh, oh, um, epic meal time. Epic meal time. They were a YouTube fucking show and they got one. Yeah, the drunken kitchen woman yeah. just got signed. Yeah, on I think if you judges. get something on YouTube and, and you may get enough hits. They almost have to fucking take it because YouTube is just as popular, if not more popular than watching TV now. That's true. Like that's true. Like the one that Clem film, the um, the how-to videos. What is it? E E how? E how? They all might be doing that. People a video by far, hooked by crook, good or bad. It's got three hundred thousand fucking hits on it. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm headed towards the half. Yeah. Not for that's you. Yeah, I'm headed towards the half. I think it's gone viral in a year. I mean, that had to go viral overnight, but that's a little viral to get over right. a half a million hits in a year and a half. Hell yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. You know, I know and the other one's got 60,000, 80,000, 40,000, 100, 300, but, you know, they own the fun, they own the video. Right. right and right. they know how and when to put it out there and advertise yeah. it. And... Now it's just a matter of, listen to the fat, hairy guy who can't breathe making meatballs and sauces, and that's why he's got a <laughs> <laughs> Now listen, boys, well, the wife just came home. we got to get a dinner. It is the Ready. best Sunday gravy video you will ever see and the best Sunday right. gravy you will ever eat. All right, Johnny, go go finish up your quinoa cake. Thanks for calling, ladies and gentlemen. Johnny, sir. Sir, man, we love uh, you. Don't be a stranger, kid. And, uh, he's my man. Yeah, Johnny, you're a pleasure, man. boys. I'll definitely get to right, you guys soon, man. we got to get beers together. All right, yeah, brother. Come by anytime you want, brother. Peace Later, out, my friend. Later, guys. Bye. All right, now we got uh, we got up on the phone right now on Guest Du Jour. Okay. We have Brittany Craig from Master Chef. We're going to pick up in one second. So uh, just hang on, ladies and gentlemen. This uh going to be a good interview. Hello there, Brittany. You are chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? Ah, we're how doing fantastic. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, appreciate it. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Ah, of course, of course. I mean, you I became an instant fan of you, sorry, when when I I actually came in late and I watched the episode that when they let you go and like I felt so bad for you that I had to shoot out a message to you and say you did a great job and I'm I'm glad you got back to me because that was it was yeah, awesome. I really so felt much. bad for you. I've been in that situation a hundred times. Absolutely. Refresh my memory, because I remember you from the very beginning and seeing you. I was like, all right, this girl's going to go far. What was the initial first dish that you made when you got on there? Um, The initial first dish, uh, we had the potato challenge with, uh, or or my apron challenge. Is that the one you're asking about? Yeah, the apron challenge. The apron challenge. Yeah, I made shrimp and grits, actually, like kind of my take on shrimp and grits. Um, Little Italian thing there. Um, I did. Yeah, like, like, I, I like this girl already. Yeah, of course, she's Italian. Italian and it, yeah, I'm of course. <laughs> the Italians invented grits, right? Yeah. Right, Clem? The Italians did invent yeah, grits. Right? It was called polenta. <laughs> it was called polenta, and everybody else stole them, and they called it grits. Because they had no medicine, exactly. they make everything. Exactly. 
Yeah, so I kind of did it like a polenta. Like, I let it set for a little bit, and then uh, I fried them individually, like a little grit cake kind of thing, and then I poured a, nice. a beer blanc over the top of it. So it was pretty good. Ooh, Very cool. Nice, nice. Yum, yum. <laughs> yeah. what, what made you go on MasterChef? I mean, was this something you always – obviously, it's a passion of yours, but I mean, was this something you always wanted to do? What did you just happen to see it one day and said, hey, I want to go on? Or is it something you were pursuing for a little while or – well, you got the good um, look, I mean, so did somebody come after you and tell you to do MasterChef? <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> that's funny. Um, no, you know, I used to, like, put on little cooking shows for my family when I was a little kid, and so I always thought that, you know, being on TV and being a chef, I thought that was, like, a really cool thing. And uh, I saw this flyer just on a bulletin board at school, and uh, I went for it. And I went through the whole process of doing the auditions and everything like that. And they asked me to come on the show. And I was, like, blown away that, you know, they took me, which, you know, out of however many people, like 20,000 people or something that went for the show, they picked me. And I felt very special. <laughs> right, right. Well, it, it, it does it feel is, good. And you, you never realize it until you shows. get called. Yep. And then it's like, wow, how many? Because I've, I've done a few shows now, and it's, like, people try out all the time, oh, I tried out, and they think they got it. I'm like, dude, you have to go through so much more. And then when you think you got it, you got to fill out War and Peace on the whole thing and tell everything from the day you were born till the day you yeah, find that thing. Oh, my gosh. Number, I know. Sleep, everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. What do people think of you that don't I know you? About I don't know. I forgot about it. And the best is, the application is actually like paranoid schizophrenic in itself because it keeps asking the same questions same over and thing, over. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, they word it differently. <laughs> yeah, they try to catch you out there. I think it's hysterical. I think it's yeah. that's because well, that's how I got through school when I was a kid. When I had to write an essay, I'd rewrite the question 900 different ways and then just put the end. Never yeah. made sense, but it would be like. Well, here's know. the better thing. Think about the person who had to write the application and make this up. How crazy he oh, had to be. I feel to bad. Do the actual like the textbook writers, the test writers, all of us. Yeah. People, they have no lives. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so me yeah. Well, so once you finish that, you're still not guaranteed to be on the show. Yeah. And then, yeah. then you get on. So now they call you. How long between the time they called you that you had to go and film? Honestly, it was like a year. It was almost a year. Yeah, like, it was right? a long yeah. time. Yeah. Well, it was a really long I, I gotta time. Ask, it was a, lot, I gotta it was a big, long process. Because huh. having been on Hell's Kitchen now, MasterChef, I'm, I'm always jealous. I watched that kitchen. How was it to be in that kitchen? Now, don't get me wrong. We had a cool kitchen in Hell's Kitchen. I but I watched the MasterChef yeah. Master kitchen, and I hate all you guys because I'm so jealous. You had everything <laughs> possible right in front of you. It is wide open. It yeah. looks so air-conditioned. Yeah, it looks air-conditioned. <laughs> and movie. We were in house kitchen. We were in a box. We had, yeah, there was something in front of us. It's just the makeup. The really good makeup artist, they, they came in and made me look not sweaty. But, no, it was definitely um, – it's just as hot. It's just as intense. And it's, But it's beautiful. Yeah, I definitely would say it's, it's a lot prettier, um, a lot more aesthetically pleasing. And the pantry is always, like, stocked so nicely with all the fresh produce. It's, it's gorgeous. It definitely is. But, right, it's gorgeous um, for it's, the first you know, episode. The pressure is like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, and so you yeah, have to good. go in there and actually work. Then you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the same for Food Network's uh, kitchen. Looked so nice, but it was really just your workstation on wheels. And then you had your oven. Like, mm-hmm. it looks nice. 
but how many times you got to jump over all those speed bumps with all the wires under it? Oh, yeah, people don't realize that. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you go outside to yeah, Hell's Kitchen, there's all wires and Right? It's crazy. And every three seconds, they had to be, Rob, you got a Hollywood, which means damp a paper towel on your face because you're so damn sweaty and you can't wipe your makeup off. (laughs) You guys got makeup on. I had makeup on and my shirts, my shoulders looked like they just had white on them because I constantly wiped my face and they'd be like, what are you doing? Now, here's something I always wondered about you master chef people. Where did you guys sleep at the end of the night? I mean, we, Hell's Kitchen, we went upstairs and we all slept together in a dorm. Did you guys obviously have, like, your own hotel room? Did you go back to a hotel? I mean, how did that work? Yeah, we, we stayed at a hotel together. Um, we, yeah, we had, like, a, it was, like, an offset kind of hotel that we all hung out at. Um, yeah, we just sort of lived, like, in a little island together. <laughs> that You know, they became your family after a while, you know. So you guys were so, all together. Now, were you allowed to talk to no, each we other or were you room? on hard ice all the time? Oh, don't say those words. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> it. I, I, I have that. nightmares about that. <laughs> I do, too. That's like our inside joke. Whenever someone's being too loud, we're like, hey, hard ice. Yeah. I hate, I hate that yeah. whole thing. I'm like, you know. <laughs> you didn't have that. We Did got you have hard no, ice? No, you know we that told you to shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Come in, just stop talking. I'm like, they just right. stopped saying hard ice all together and went straight for shut up. <laughs> they went straight for shut up. They're like, stop. Stop. Just stop already. <laughs> Oh my so god! So, so you're happy you did it, though? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely happy. I met I met amazing people. I got to cook for some awesome, like you know, like Wolfgang Puck and just Gordon in general. Just to be like in front of him and have him judging you and tasting your food and stuff. It's just you would never get that. You know, you can't just go up to Gordon and be like, "Hey, Gordon, <laughs> try my food." That's like bringing a mixtape to Jay Z. Like it's just not gonna happen, you know. So, I love the fact that you just said mixtape. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to put it in a reference. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but it's true. No, but I it's think a, it was a great opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I, I did feel bad because it was kind of a little mean to you. Yeah, but here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I, I mean, haven't done food shows. Check this out. Right. So, well, how they edited it, it looked like it was yeah. just yeah. straight up mean to you. It probably was. Yeah, but with her, mm-hmm. with her, let me tell you something. You can see that. I'm not saying it's, it's just to blow smoke up your, you know what, but from the very beginning, you can see that you had talent, you know, you had the passion, you had the talent. Even me and Rob and everybody being a chef for 20-something years, we all have off days and bad days and things don't work out. You yeah. take a risk and it doesn't work. Unfortunately, you got one shot and you're on TV and if something goes down. But that doesn't take away from the fact that you definitely showed some talent and some passion and that, you know, you're a force to be reckoned with, whether, whether or not you get kicked off third, fourth, fifth, whatever. But you can tell, you know, from watching it, you were in it, so it's a little bit harder for you. Same thing with me when I was in town, whatever, but you can see from watching the show the people that you see, especially being a chef, who have the talent, right. have the ideas, yeah, their ingredient exactly. combinations, to their flavors. Right. Getting voted off of these yeah. shows has nothing to do with, and people believe me, people believe that, that, oh, well, they said she didn't do good, so she's off. Most of it is like script writing, who they need to go, or who they have plans for. <laughs> but it's really, you can have your best day, and you're in the bottom. Yes. It's just it's your, just your time, you know? Like, it could have been the yeah. littlest thing to happen, and it sucks, but, you know, that's that's Hollywood, as they say, you yeah. know? Like, if it was real, and I mean, you, you real could too, have the most boring person winning it. But, you know? hey, like, I mean, just, the yeah. cooking, though, 
the cooking part is, re- I mean, the cooking is very real. Like, obviously, the, oh, know, yeah, absolutely. it's TV. At the end of the day, it's TV. There's going to be drama. There's going to be added things, of course. But, like, when you're given, like, five minutes to decide what you have to cook and then an hour to cook you it, have you five, know, yeah. it's, that's real yeah, fun. that's true. I mean, that's a hard thing to do. Like, that's, that's definitely something that takes, like, you have to have, like, a repertoire of flavors, of combinations, of different techniques in your head. Because, I mean, you can't just, like, you know, throw an average everyday person into a pantry and be like, okay, now cook an amazing meal in an hour. Like it's, it's hard. And so the cooking part is definitely real. And, you know, I definitely commend the people that are still in it because it's hard. It's a lot of hard work to keep, you know, keep going. Um, but yeah, you know, there is a lot of the fluff. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Like this. See, that's my thing too. I go on these shows and I, I have an arsenal of like over 25 years but as soon as they tell me to do something, Absolutely, yeah, I do yeah, something like, I never like, did in my yeah, life. Yeah, me too. I do the same thing. <laughs> like, where's that liquid nitrogen? I saw someone use it once, yeah. and I'm pouring yeah, it all exactly. over the place. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I watch it on TV one time. Let's try it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Sometimes you just have to wing it. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I know the food's going to be good. I'll just go for the good camera time. So yeah, now, how, how, really would be, how would things going for you now? <laughs> how are things going for you um, now? You get recognized. You get a lot of offers. I mean... Um, I'm actually, I'm doing a private event catering right now. And, um, you know, people that have seen me on the show, uh, it definitely is helping my, my little business grow, which is sort of awesome. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's giving me, you know, uh, you know what, this, this show validated me because I, you know, I'm a really like bubbly girl and like to be in the kitchen, I mean, it's a guy's world and I know that's very sexist, whatever, but like, it is like, I worked, um, I worked at a restaurant that was filled with all guys and it took me a re- took me almost a year to get into that back of the kitchen to really like prove to them that like, I'm not just a bubbly girl, but I can actually cook and I can actually, you know, be on the same level as everyone else. So this show really gave me that validation. It proved to, you know, everyone that I'm not just like a, you're like, oh, let's do our hair. Like, it's like, no, I will kick your ass in this kitchen, and you know, we're gonna do make amazing food. So, right, right, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad to hear that you're doing a little private catering because that's the way to go. I mean, because yeah, it's so you, fun. right? Because now you have a potential of, you know, two to five million people hiring you because people watch on the show, and that's what's mm-hmm. hot right now. Like, people love that. Like, oh. You know, and they'll ask you to judge things, or they'll ask you, you know, everyone's, you're in the eye now as a chef. You know, we became great yeah. friends with uh, Luca uh, Manfi, that one, what oh, did nice. he win, like, season? Yeah. yeah, Luca did a show right after he won season two, I think it was. Yeah, season two. I think it was season and two. And now, like, I judge things with him, or he just calls us up out of nowhere. Absolutely. And, <laughs> you know, he's doing a food truck now in Houston, but the last time we talked to him, while he was buying a Vespa for Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, he's out of his mind, <laughs> but, you know, and he does a lot of dinner with Luca, it's called, and people fly him all over the country just to have, like, yeah, dinner parties. That's, that's a dream. Him, so. Yeah. No, that's really cool. It's, yeah, I'm uh, and even back Stephen to Lee from, uh, Vegas in L.A. right now. You're in L.A. now? <laughs> yeah, I'm going back and forth. So I live in Vegas, um, and I kind of go back and forth between uh, Vegas and L.A. I have clients over there and clients here that I'm kind of being, you know, because go towards the money. <laughs> so I'm going back and forth. Right, exactly. Trying to just make the most of everything that I'm doing. And, yeah, but it's, it's going pretty cool. <laughs> now, are you, originally, are you originally from Vegas? 
Um, I'm from upstate New York. So I was born, um, I was born in uh, New Hartford, New York, and I lived there for a while. Okay. Um, but then my family, my family moved to Vegas. Um, my parents got divorced, and my mom just wanted to move, uh, like, away from the snow. <laughs> so uh, right. she moved us to the middle of the desert, <laughs> which there's no snow. Yeah, that, I was going to say, that and, was the extreme uh, away from the snow, but okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you can also get snow out there. Yeah. If you go up, I think, right? If you go up, are there mountains in Vegas? Yeah, well, like Mount Charleston and stuff like that we have up here. I mean, it's like an hour drive or so, and you can get some pretty cool snow. Um, but it never snows, like, in the city. Like, the Strip hasn't – there hasn't been snow on the Strip in, like, I think it snows every four years or something. And it's not even snow. It's like a slushy coming down from the sky. So Right, right. It's not and the city shuts down. They don't know what to do. Because there's one old rusty plow somewhere deep in a garage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. we don't. I don't even think we have snow plows on commission here. (laughs) They hook them to the the school buses or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so nice. We got a New York girl on our hands right now. See, I do know something I liked about it from the very beginning. Italian style (laughs) cooking, upstate New York. Granted, we are from the armpit of New York, Staten Island. Exactly. uh, We are from (laughs) the armpit. Nah, my dad lived there for a while. There's nothing wrong with that place. <laughs> Good people. Oh, cool. No, that's not. It's just like now it's a lot of traffic. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was like that's upstate true. 30 years ago. Now right. it's like, you know. Now they tear, tear down one beautiful house and build 17 semis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, <Aww. yeah>. Well. <laughs> so now do you, do, do you have any other TV plans? Do you have the bug now? Or are you looking to do more TV? Or... Did you have your film? Uh, you know what? I I didn't have my film. I like it. I think it's great. Like it's so it's so cool to be able to do what you love and then just like be able to share that with as many people as possible. Like that's my, you know, that's my end all be all. That's what I want to do. I want to share. I want to share food with everyone. You know, <laughs> whether right, it be right. them so buying the cook or me actually cooking for them. That's <laughs> all I care about. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, exactly. I want to start like my own, you know, I want to start my own channel. Like I want to do like a YouTube channel kind of thing and just like travel around and do like gourmet camping food with people and just, you know, just seriously, go, go for it. That's what you want to do. Just do it. Don't look back. Don't let anybody tell right. you any different. We, we were just talking <laughs> to a woman, uh, Annette, that listens to our show about, she said, well, why don't you guys do your own show? We've tried it. It's just, we wish that we would have... Like, I wish I had a, a best friend that was a cameraman, well, the other thing a best too friend is, that was an editor, a best friend that was a sound guy. You and I are in our mid-40s. If we were 20-something years old again, it would be no problem for us to do that. Right. We'd shoot it in five <laughs> minutes on an yeah. iPhone. Yeah, but exactly. now it's like... <laughs> but now we're old, we're fat, we're slow, we got a friggin', you know, we got to work and pay bills to make a living, you know. Hey, but that's right. what for video, because you can just sit and talk and chill. <laughs> All right, I love that. Well, this actually started out like two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago. Yeah, I came over to Rob's house one day. And yeah, I was like, like, let's do a podcast. He's like, what's a podcast? And I'm like, I don't really know. But I looked it up and let's try it. And our yeah. first show we had. Yeah, I called about, up someone I knew that had a podcast. Yeah, they put us on that network. And I was like, wait a minute, I got a guy. Yeah, and we had like a hundred listeners on our first yeah. shot. It was like, we did it in my kitchen. We filmed it. Yeah. And then... You know. We like to stand out in Wayne's world, like. <laughs> yeah. We really want to. But that's, like to... that's awesome. Yeah, because I'm table in my house. Like I had pig ears on. I had a pig hanging from yeah, the ceiling. I had this backdrop and everything. The, and... First, the first 20 episodes, <laughs> Rob had this uncanny thing of dressing up. I'm like, dude, we're on radio. Why are you dressing up? Why are you sitting next to me in Lita Holden? Getting in and the next day, you come in with a skirt and a wig. <laughs> But, you know, well, that's it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I'm a buffoon. 
But that's why I think hey. I get called to these shows because I just I just say what's on my mind. Not, nothing bad with people. I just have a good time. I'm like the Absolutely. jolly. If you have fun, you can put you. Look, you want to do a YouTube channel? Go for it. Do it. If it's what you like and it's fun for you and and you have yeah. all the control over. Yes, exactly. So it's you awesome. can do whatever yeah, you want. Whether you have important. ten million, you know, people subscribing or five, it's all up to you. You do it. Yeah. And you have fun doing it. I mean, now I know I know this is a hard question, and I hate when people ask me this, but I gotta ask you, like, what's like your favorite thing to cook? What are you into cooking? Is it mostly like Italian <laughs> or pastas, or like what's your main thing that you love to do? I do hate when people um, ask me that. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. it depends on the occasion, honestly. Like, if I'm cooking for myself, um, <laughs> if I'm cooking for myself, my favorite thing in the whole world is avocado toast with eggs on top of it. Um, but if I'm going to cook nice. for, like, a group or something, definitely anything Italian. I love pasta. I like to make pasta by hand, so it's always, like, really impressive when you pull out the roller. Easy clam, easy clam. Like, I think I love this girl. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Making pasta by hand, that's, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, it's fun. And, like, I've been doing that at a lot of, like, the, the cooking parties I've been having because um, people will sort of join in, and I can teach them, you know, the texture of the dough and how to it's connect everything. It's a great interactive thing to do. I, I've exactly. done a lot of in-house cooking parties and private catering events and things like that. And, you know, even if they mess it up, so what? You run it through the machine, they get to play. It's like, yeah, one more time. Like, it's like Play-Doh. Yeah. You know, it's exactly. like, give me a kid a piece of play exactly. hey, Play with this. Make some pasta. It doesn't got to be perfect. And the more you it, the better. So, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, Absolutely. It's awesome. No, pasta's a good one. <laughs> so, definitely Absolutely. That's where, when I teach my... Uh, preschool kids and stuff that's what i do the butter i put heavy cream in a jar and have them every kid shake it like crazy until it turns to butter (laughs) yeah that's how i get that's how i entertain my troops (laughs) (laughs) it's good i gotta try that with ice cream with the salt is fun too (laughs) yeah yeah definitely well we had a churn butter on an episode of hell's kitchen let me tell you something it wasn't very fun no because it's a churn all the butter we needed to churn my arm was like, yeah, I actually had freaking ice on my shoulder after that for like three hours. Yeah. Now, now, who were you? Who did was Aron Sanchez a guest judge on your episode? I'm I'm trying to remember. Yeah, um, yeah, Aron Sanchez was. He, um, him and Claudia actually, they cooked, um, they cooked like a little, like it was like a Latin themed, um, like right, a Latin yeah. themed basket, mystery basket that we had to pull from, which was kind of cool. <laughs> Now, yeah. are, are you happy you got them, or do you kind of wish you had gotten, like, Joe and uh, Joe Bastianich and what was his name? Uh, come on. Um, Gordon. Not Gordon. Graham. Graham. Graham, Graham. Elliott. Oh, Graham Elliott. Um, you know what? I don't know. I, I think Graham Elliott was, like, he was, like, a really, like, upbeat, fun guy, and, like, he, he gave really, really good advice and stuff when it came to your food. Like, and then he, he lost all the weight. <laughs> yeah, and then he lost all the weight. And then he weight. just, exactly. he I don't know, he disappeared. <laughs> he disappeared he from the um, But... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, no, I was happy with. I liked. I liked having the guest judges because it kind of like, it was like a, a new challenge every time. Like we had Christina, we had Gordon, so that was like our constant. But having like a new person there every time, it's like you you didn't know how to play to their, you don't know how to play to what they like exactly. because you really don't know because it's a new person every time. So it made the challenge a little bit harder, which was kind of like it was cool. It was like a fun aspect. Right, because I love Aaron Sanchez. He's one of the nicest guys in person, cool to hang out with. He was my judge on season one of Chopped, so we both, like, oh, came nice. out yeah. together. <laughs> but he's a great guy. But, and, but the actual thing um, with, 
with uh, the guest judges for you guys, they actually taste the food, yeah, they, they yeah, judge they you, they and into they it. stick around yep. for whoever gets kicked out. And it's, a few of them actually had to cook a dish. Yeah, but on mine, it was yeah. like, oh, we got Reverend Run. All right, see you later. After four seconds of him doing nothing, it's like, see you later. I'm like, all right, great. And then I watch on TV that he had like one piece of cabbage in his mouth from my law. And, and he gave a laundry <laughs> list of things about it. I'm like, this is bull. You know, like, just give me <laughs> give me some cool judges. Like, when I judge, and when me and you judge. Yeah, we get into it. Yeah, we eat. We, we, we talk apart, about we it. We tell them what's good. We tell the them what they should the do taste, a little better. Plating, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, well, best, we like, really enjoyed, they, you need we really enjoyed watching you, though. Like, you have great TV <laughs> presence. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, tell everybody, yeah. moving on TV, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Because, I mean, you. the thing is, you have to keep going. Yes. Oh, I'm definitely going to. I'm growing. I'm growing as like a person. Um, definitely when it comes to food and stuff, like doing all these catering events and getting all these requests and stuff from different people, it's allowing me to try different cuisines and like explore like different. I mean, even like cooking for two people. It's it's like the portion size is even like a cool thing to work with. Yeah, like, let, let, you me know, right, right. let me let me ask you something. If you don't let me ask, how old are you now? Huh. I'm 22 years old. I turned 23. 22 years old. So you're still you're still young. You got the whole. At this age, you should be really impressed on how far you've already gone and the things you've accomplished. And you got now is the time. The iron's hot. Strike. You got plenty of time. I think by the time you're age 25, 30 years old, you're going to be a powerhouse in this industry. Yeah. That's what's to be right. Oh, so too, my Thank you so much. 23 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was awesome because when I was out filming Food Network, saw she's a PA on on movies, and she was out there doing a gig, and we. I called her up. We hung out. It was the greatest thing ever. Very cool. Because I am not really 45. I am like a 23-year-old myself. Yes, me too. I'm like a 10-year-old. I'm a child. There's no question about it. I am a child. All right. So, Brittany, every week on the show, we do a top five. And this week's top five, you know, today is National Raspberry Cream Pie Day. But, you know, who the hell eats cream pies and stuff all the time? Who the hell knows what a raspberry cream pie is? Right, right. But, you know, I remember when I was a kid, there was a commercial, summer, summer fruits, it wouldn't be summer without them. And now we want to know what your top five summer fruits are. Now that it's here, what's refreshing to you? Like, what do you like to go and buy? Because there's certain ones I don't well, like to eat when it's hot out. Let's just do this for a second. All right, so I'll make it real easy for you. I got peaches, nectarines. Um, yeah, okay. I like grapes. Okay. I'm going to slap them in the freezer and have some, you know, frozen grapes or whatever. Big oh, fan of the watermelon. <laughs> yeah, I love frozen grapes. I've been eating them a lot and frozen bananas, too. But, I mean, I like my watermelon. You like a frozen banana? Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I'm not a big berry fan. But I like taking my berries and soaking them in vodka and making my own flavored vodka. I love soaking my berries. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Sorry, it's, it's, you can inject a watermelon with a bunch of vodka, and that you know that's a good one too. You can take it to the beach. Right, and well, when, we were kids, <laughs> when we were kids, we used to inject the, uh, the vodka into oranges, and they figured it out one day on the class trip when every one of us on the school bus was eating an orange. They thought it was kind of weird, and we were all drunk, and we yeah. were. Trip never went anywhere. The bus came back home. All our parents came there. We all got in trouble. 
that well, was it. Let me tell you, years ago when we were growing up, the spiked watermelon, someone always brought that to a party. Absolutely. Now you don't see it anymore, yeah, but I classic. did see the new cool <laughs> thing that they I have. always bring a spiked watermelon to every barbecue we go to. Oh, all right, cool. But they have the spigots now that yeah. you screw into yeah. it, and then, you know, you, you, you take the, the hand blender and you whip it all up, and then you add all your booze, and then it's like a... It's like a whole like container in the urn or whatever you have. I actually, I actually make that thing a hole in it and I pour the vodka in it. Yeah, you put the vodka bottle up and, and right. down, let it Right, well, that was old school. You drove up one hole let's, and you leave the bottle. Let's so. stick to the top five because I'm going to give you right. a couple of. I like my one of my. my I'm going to give you my number one a white donut peach. My favorite all time fruit. You mean a white Those peach are donut? Peach donut. A white donut peach. peach. <laughs> Yeah. You can check that with some baklava. Hold the peach. Time. I just like donuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the peach and go with donuts. <laughs> Chocolate enough. I'm going to go white peach donut, watermelon, prickly pear. Okay. Grape, and I might go honeydew. Ah. Okay. You know what's bad, though? Some of the honeydews nowadays, they, they, they taste like they the smell honey. of of, the, of dill. Like the produce aisle always smells like dill. They're like hard and tasteless. I don't know what they're doing. Where have I heard that before? (laughs) (laughs) For Uh commercials. That's what they want. It's just so they look good on the shelf. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. How about you, Brittany? What are your uh, faves? Uh, Well, I'm a berry girl. I love berries. Um, I put berries in everything. Actually, I just made berry compote today, so any kind of berries. Blueberries are life. Um. I love watermelon. I go through like a watermelon a week sometimes. <laughs> we just cut up a watermelon. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I, I should have said blackberry. I love that they make the seedless Ooh, ones now. When I was a kid, there was like five million black watermelon oh, seeds. <laughs> and it was horrible. It was like you sit there and put, like nibble at it and then spit seeds all over the place. But you got a nice, sweet, perfect, ice cold watermelon seedless. You know what? That could well, almost be my number one too. Well, I like salt. Salt. Yeah. Even crazy. A, little, a little hot sauce. Hot sauce, yeah. A little hot sauce on Ooh, watermelon. I like. If a, you haven't tried it. Try it. I like feta cheese. I like feta cheese and watermelon. That's my fave. Yes. And even fresh mozzarella. <laughs> fresh mozzarella. I swear to God, about ten years ago, I did a grilled watermelon salad with feta, cherry peppers, and a couple of things I forgot. And everybody looked at me like I had nine heads. They thought I was insane. Like, now it's <laughs> one of the most popular fucking things that there is. Yes. Yeah. It is, it is. With like a balsamic, like a glaze or something. That's, that's what Absolutely. you go for. And mint. Watermelon is better, fantastic. <laughs> so glassy. <laughs> so now I'm hungry. Um, well, we interrupted us. So we have the yeah, grapes, the berries, the watermelon. No, no, no. I'm trying to finish my five for you guys. But <laughs> I know. I said we interrupted okay, you. Too, right? <laughs> Don't be sorry. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, I like grapes, too. Yeah, frozen grapes are really good. If you toss them, I know this is really weird, but if you toss them in Kool-Aid powder before you put them in the freezer, they turn into, yes. like, sour grapes. Yeah, they're really good. They're like a fun treat for kids. This girl is like definitely candy. going far in her career. There's yeah. no question about it. <laughs> yeah. You are going. The fact that you're in love and talent, now you're dipping grapes in Kool-Aid. That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, just cool. trying to make it a little elevated, right? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, do you guys like uh, let's see I, I like um, what do they call Asian pears the ones that are kind of like apples like those yes. really tender skin super crispy uh, those yes. are really good too I'm, I'm a big fan of those I can't pomegranate but it's not a summer fruit oh pomegranates yeah they don't well yeah. no no they're not summer are they, are they 
No, it's later. actually more November. It's, yeah. It starts, I think, November, yeah. October, November. A little more fall. But, you know, it came in my yeah, head. I have a tree in my backyard. <laughs> it's okay. It's a good one. Do you really? <laughs> it's available all year round now, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, everything is. I mean, but we used to call them Chinese apples. Chinese apples. Kids. So you really have a pomegranate tree in your backyard? Yeah, in Vegas, it actually thrives. Um, we planted it when I was, like, I think 10, and it's still around, and it produces some really big fruit, which is kind of cool. Kenneth's chicken yeah, but, any food? Uh, she got a pomegranate tree. She's dipping grapes know, in homemade. She's making homemade <laughs> pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so cool. What, what can I say? No. <laughs> well, you are. You are. But, um, all right, well, cool. I mean, that's, that's a good one. I like, I like you know what nobody says? Chocolate kiwi. Like, I, I do love a good kiwi. Kiwi's all right. I know kiwi, too many people yeah. that are allergic to it for some reason. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's weird. I don't think I've ever heard anyone allergic to kiwi. That's pretty new. Nobody Unless I'm making it up. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> I, I remember every time I'm like, oh, I'm going to put up a kiwi. Someone's allergic. We got a shit pile of, of comments on Facebook. A lot of people saying cantaloupes, cherries. Nobody's in cherries or white. Oh, cherries. I forgot cherries. I used those to my gout for Christ's yeah. sakes. That's number five. <laughs> yeah, cherries. Oh, uh, yeah, all right, cool. I used to, yep. <laughs> in New York. I like uh, them dipped in uh, iced tea mix. <laughs> well, how about the figs, the fresh figs? Okay. Figs, yes. Figs are a good figs, one. Figs, I know they're a summery thing, but they strike me as like prunes, like winter <laughs> winter prunes. Yeah, but there's something that I see. When I was a kid picking that fig off the, my grandfather's tree and wrapping it with a little fresh prosciutto and some shaved friggin' primolone, oh. it was fantastic. So good. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Now you're making me hungry. <laughs> well, Clem's famous for making healthy things unhealthy. So I love yeah. that fresh fig <laughs> wrapped in suet. <laughs> Wrapped in bacon fat, dipped <laughs> in lawn, you know, baked into a triple chocolate cake. Baked into a triple chocolate fudge cake. And then we just fry it. Well, oh, well, that's what, you know, that's, that's healthy. You keep frying that stuff. All right. Use a peanut oil. Yeah, I use peanut oil. That's healthier. Yeah. That's All right, Filipina, real quick, your top five. Strawberries. Okay. Nobody said strawberries either. Raspberries. Well, berries in yeah. a hole. Yeah. Berries. Any, any, any berry on the very tree. That's strawberry, raspberry. Good. Blueberries, juniper berries. Do you know strawberries and raspberries are part of the rose family? Are they really? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't I like know that. Pe- yeah. I like peaches. Did you know that Sean Cassidy ate oh, strawberries? <laughs> Especially peaches and white wa- red wine. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Okay. Yeah. Peaches and wine, sure. Um, I like oranges. Orange. Nobody said oranges either. Yeah, That's citrus, yeah, yeah, yeah the citrus fruit summary. Big grapefruit around now. I love grapefruit. Yeah, yeah, I love ruby red grapefruit. One of my favorite. Actually, you know what? I'm retracting one of my answers. I'm going number two, ruby red grapefruit. Now, do you have a grapefruit knife and a grapefruit spoon in your house? Absolutely. Yes, me too. I, I don't know why. The big I... jags on the side. Those are so cool. Yeah. Papaya. Papaya. All right. And my all-time favorite is watermelon. All right. All right. But I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stick in the cantaloupe and the honeydew. So it just did a top 36 right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple of, win- couple like of winter fruits in there, <laughs> a couple of cheeses. I, 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 I like fruit. My, my thing in the summer is fruit. Now, we, got, we did get, I did get a dehydrator. I tried some yes. fruit. 
And I got to tell you, the dried, beautiful dried strawberries were fantastic. We did kiwi, we did orange, we did banana. Do like in the fall when you go apple picking, you know, everyone gets like eight bags of apples and says they're going to make a thousand things and then they just rot in the bag. Yeah, yeah, I dry <laughs> my apples and they're great. They're fantastic. The trick is to squeeze a little lemon juice on all this when they kind of right. turn a little bit. Yeah. You got to put a little lemon juice on it. But I even did dried lemon, which was skin and all. I uh-huh. cut a paper thin and I dried the lemon. I put a little sugar on it and it kind of dried and it was just phenomenal. Nice. Like a chip. You, yeah. you should put that in for the Lay's flavor. Yes. Lemon. <laughs> Try the lemon yeah. Lay's. Lemon garlic. <laughs> well, you know the Italians invented no, it. No, it's right. <laughs> I got to say, right, uh, the Italians invented everything. According to me, the Italians, we made everything. Yeah. Well, it's that's true. It's a pop. They cheat me. They say, whoa, whoa, hey, oh, the Chinese invented my own. Don't think it's the Chinese people with their friggin' noodles. It was the Italians. Oh, oh, I was just going to pick up Chef Louie hung up on him. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he would have he picked up. This guy calls us every week and decides to unwrap something in the loudest paper. <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> well, I'll be in the middle of dinner service, be line cooking, with dropping 10 sweat tape hands at one time yeah. as he's dialing out phone numbers. <laughs> Which is great. We don't mind. Yeah, but, you know. the accent. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Well, um, Brittany, we have uh, one of our listeners, Annette, on the line. We, we want to introduce you to Annette. She's started listening to us a couple of weeks ago, and uh, now she's like part of the show. Annette, say hello to Brittany. Nice. Hey, Brittany, you have some wonderful ideas, and God bless you, and good luck on your career, because you're going to be taking <laughs> care of me when I'm like no teeth and gominate. So. <laughs> Wow, thank you so much. And yes, hire me anytime. I'll come make you <laughs> I need somebody to teach you to make pasta by hand, so that would be wonderful. Oh, absolutely. I could do that with my eyes closed. It's a good one. <laughs> um, awesome. Well I'm a I'm a willing student, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And by the way, top fruit, pineapple, peaches, pineapple peaches, figs, kiwi. There's your kiwi and cherries. Pineapple. I'm sorry, I forgot no one said mm-hmm. pineapple either. There was a couple of people on Facebook that said pineapple. All right. It's so many fruits, it's so hard to pick. When you clean a pineapple, did you ever save the skin of it and make, it's a Puerto Rican condiment called vinagre. It's fantastic. No. You, boil, you boil the pineapple skins in water, then you set that aside. And in a mason jar, you put whole garlic, some sliced onion, peppercorns, a bay leaf, some, you know, hot peppers, like cut, and uh, some herbs. Then you put salt, cider vinegar, and then pour that pineapple water over it, and you let it sit for a a couple of days, and it's awesome on everything. It's like a a fresh, pungent, like, vinegar. It's like, it's great on fries and everything. They put it on everything. Wow, that sounds super good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, check, check it really out. Good. Like, Google it. It's vinagre or whatever. It's almost like vinaigrette, but it's vinagre. And okay. I actually <laughs> learned it from... I um, just joking you with that name, right? He's really vinegar, and you're calling it no, vinagre. No. Yeah, no, I it. it remember Daisy Martinez on Daisy Cooks on, like, um, PBS? And... Well, she was from Staten Island. She was a woman from okay. Staten Island. Housewife, her husband was a cop. She went to, like, some one of those six-month schools up in Manhattan and learned how to make a TV show. And then she got picked up and 
And then Master she made some dressings with oil and vinaigre. Vinaigre. I'm telling you, it's great. And like, vinaigre. Yeah, it's great. It's like, and then you really feel good because, you know, you take the top of your pineapple and plant it in a pot and let that grow, and then you use the skins. And then I, I like the pineapple cores myself. I like it. I love, it was funny. As a kid, you, everybody cut out the core. I love the core. Yeah. The Same core is very crunchy. The yeah. actually, who told me? Uh, Alejandro, the guy on the show too. Um, he um he actually got eliminated last week because of his cake. Poor guy. <laughs> um, yes. but he yeah. um he was the first one to show me the, to eat the core. Yeah, we always cut it out when I was younger because it was always kind of like this hard sort of chewy thing. But if you cut it the right way and throw some lime and tahini on there, oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, super good. Then you oh. take that, you dip it in Kool-Aid, you throw it on a tight some pizza, and then you deep fry it. It's even better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I really you like that Kool-Aid, like. that Kool-Aid mix. I like that Kool-Aid mix yeah. trick, and I'm going to do that. Now, do you have any yeah, really cool. flavor of Kool-Aid that you use? Uh, cherry, like the cherry one's really sour, so it makes them like sour cherry, or like sour grapes, which is kind of like a, like a sour patch kit or something, which is sort of cool. Um, yeah, green grapes with cherry powder is my that is absolutely- well, you know what else I do with cherry Kool-Aid? Do you ever have the uh, cherry coolicles? You, you make pickles, but then you take your brine, drain the brine mm-hmm. out, and do the extra strong cherry Kool-Aid with it, and then pour it back in. And they turn bright red. That's They're great cool. on pulled pork. They're great with, like, a white barbecue sauce. Oh, oh fantastic. <laughs> can even do the yeah, big ones and like- put them on a stick. Now, I don't pickles, know if I want to pickle a pickle or a What was that, Brittany? Oh, no, yeah. I, I know about the Kool-Aid and the pickle thing. We used to just dip pickles in, in grape Kool-Aid powder. I don't know what's <laughs> kind of a weird thing, but. <laughs> that was the old Kool-Aid right there. Like fun dip. Yeah. Yeah, I like think it's thought of right there. <laughs> it's like, shoot, let's dip this pickle in some Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, that's when the best ideas come out. So <laughs> don't be close-minded. Absolutely. <laughs> <Really Absolutely. does. laughs> that's when. <laughs> nice. So uh, so what's next on your agenda? Um, I'm actually catering a gig tonight. Um, I have a group of 10 ladies. They're um, having like a little like a little work party and I'm doing like small plate appetizers to them, a couple of desserts and a, like a little cocktail and stuff. And yeah, I just come now, over what, and cook them and hang out Tell with everyone. Yeah. The menu, um, I'm doing I have like, spring, bread, like spring rolls. Kool-Aid. I got a, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no sweet breads. <laughs> no, this is a, it's Kool-Aid a pretty simple meaty. one. Um, <laughs> no, nah, no pickles and Kool-Aid today. I don't, I don't know if the girls would like that. <laughs> Actually, a Kool-Aid um, linguine like, wouldn't be a bad idea. Homemade pasta with Kool-Aid. That's kind of cool. Yeah. If you mix it in with the, if you mix it in with the actual dough, it'll change the color of it maybe and get some cool Absolutely. flavors. Absolutely, that's going. what that I was thinking. Kind of you mix it in with the actual dough. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna try you that. You gotta try <laughs> it. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cool. I like it. <laughs> All right, well, we keep um, interrupting yeah, on the menu. <laughs> no, no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> That's what happens when, you know, you're Italian. Everyone talks at the same time. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Exactly. It's the only way you guys understand each other. Hey, yo, yeah, whoa, exactly. hey, take it easy with the you Whenever guys you... over there. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Very sensitive, sensitive subject over here. <laughs> 
Um, okay, but yeah, so my menu, here we go. Uh, I'm making some spring rolls, um, some vegetarian spring rolls, uh, just tofu, and I made like a like a soy chili garlic sauce to kind of pour in there, some vermicelli, um, carrots, and romaine, um, just rolled up in these little cute mini spring rolls with like a, a peanut dipping sauce, very classic. Um, I'm doing like a little, uh, like a tortilla crisp. Um, I'm making a, a mango avocado, like a mango guac, I guess, um, with a chili lime shrimp on top of there. Um, nice. Yeah, something like small bites, crispy, you know, citrusy, got it all going on. Uh, what else am I doing? I don't even remember. I have to go get my menu. <laughs> I'm, like, in the process of it. Oh, the dessert is <laughs> fun, though. I'm doing, uh, like, berries and cream, like, mini galettes, and um, I'm doing uh, chocolate espresso truffles, and what else? Oh, I made uh, these really cool lemon bars. I'm kind of experimenting with lemon bars. So these are, like, mini lemon bars, which is sort of fun. So, yeah, you are that's kind of what we got going on. Nice. Sorry. Now, I heard you were making. You, you said one. mango, a mango guac. Did you ever yeah. do half avocado and half sweet green peas for your guac? No, I don't. Uh, I just do strictly guac. It's almost like a kind of like a. I make like a pico de gallo sort of beforehand, like a red right. onions and tomatoes and you know everything. I let it sort of like marinate and sit, and then I just smash the guacamole with some salt and mix it together. I've never done That's exactly kind of what I do. Yeah, I I love stuff in my blog. I'm not a plain green, but if you mix green peas in it, like, you know, whip them up in like a Roboku or something and mix it Mm -hmm. in, it makes it bright green and it's got such a great flavor. Like you still have the guac flavor, but you have like a sweet. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know, it was called bruschetta before the, the, the Mexican song was called. It was called bruschetta. You know what that is? That's bruschetta. They took out the basil and they added some cilantro and they called it people of the guy over this criminal motherfucker. Oh my gosh. I have to tell you, I might steal bruschetta because that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Who you want me to kill, guy? I don't know. Pick that guy. What? Pick out a guy over there. Hey, oh, Unreal. All right. Well, I think we got a, another caller for you. Let's see who it is. Okay. Oh, it is. All right. Hello. You're chewing the fat with Big M Beefy. Hey, guys. It's Tina. What's going on? What's up, Tina? How you doing? I just wanted a couple things. Uh, Brittany, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Uh, you made Central New York proud. You oh, represented thank you so well. Um, my question for you that, that I wanted to ask is, what was it like to cook at Nick Nappy's wedding? Oh, man. Uh, it was pretty amazing just getting the honor of being able to cook at someone's wedding because that's like the most important day of your life. And having a bunch of random strangers cook food for your whole family and all their guests, um, that's pretty intense. Uh, so it was definitely especially since you guys were just getting to know each other anyways right yeah exactly so you know cooking with strangers <laughs> for a stranger's wedding uh was definitely it was a little it was a little intense um and it was really windy that day like everything was blowing over and I was being I got burned like it was it was crazy um but it was a really fun time and it really got you uh, to focus you had to learn how to focus and stay kind of together as a team, even though we had some issues there. Um, but, you know, awesome. it was really, Yeah, you guys definitely had a lot of obstacles. Did you get to meet any yeah. of the former contestants that were at the wedding? 
Um, not really. We got to kind of uh, we we sort of went over to their table and got to say hi to them. Um, but we never really got to sit down and talk to them. Uh, the only past contestants that I really got to know was Claudia, because um, she got to actually come on the show and cook with us, which was cool. So. Yeah, so that's, see, that's awesome. the weird yeah. thing. That's what they do. They have all these people on there. The contestants, everyone's like, oh, it must have been great meeting them. No, we never got to talk to them. They yeah. shoved us out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's unreal. Well, it's like you know, that should be celebrity. part of it. <laughs> Yeah, it is. But we had Nick yeah. Nappy on our show, like, last year, I believe. Yeah, Nick Nappy was on. Yeah, pretty cool dude. Well, we had a lot of I wonder yeah, if he had a pay for them. No, for the <laughs> or if he saved, how much <laughs> money did he save having Master Chef? He got paid wedding. to actually do the appearance on TV. Yeah. They made money in the wedding. Oh, nice. Surprised the Italians never thought Hey, sign me up for that. <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs> I don't even want to get married, but I might get married just to have, you know, Food Network uh, pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, Tina, what's going on? Well, the usual, you know, just trying to trying to keep you guys busy, trying to book you some good guests and keep promoting oh, the show. A fantastic uh, job right here. Brittany is one of our top three favorite guest so far in three years. Absolutely. I think so. Wow. I think so. Yeah, that's right. Well, it I'm could honored. be number one. Thank you. I'm sure it could be number one because of the Kool-Aid thing. Give me a thing. feeling. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> the Kool-Aid thing gave you a lot of props. That yeah. homemade pasta, you know, you put you right up there. <laughs> I really appreciate that. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure if this call is for you. We're going to pick it up and say, hello, you're chewing okay. the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't remember the vault of metal phone number? Good lord, brother. Hey, nah, it's Raven. <laughs> you always have so yeah, many, like... It's Raven. Uh, what's up, Raven? How you doing? Uh, not bad, guys. Can you guys hear me all right? Because I checked this earlier and everything was fine. We yeah, everything well, fine. I can hear you. Just before, you, just when you first said hello, it looked like you were... T- Singing into a McDaniel Doro coffee can. <laughs> matter of fact, well, <laughs> you're good, though. You're good. Well, I, I've been testing the Volta Metal phone line, you know, now that I got the studio. The show's going back on the air this week. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, Raven, you got, uh, we got Brittany and Craig here from Master Chef. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Uh, uh, How are you? You know, she just gave us the breakthrough, greatest idea in the world. Is to use Kool-Aid powder as like an ingredient. As like a it's so spice. simple, but it's such a it's like a mind-blowing idea right there. I think it was fantastic. Yeah, I like yeah. that. When I'm getting my leg amputated <laughs> from diabetes, I'm gonna be like, ah, I remember when Brittany told us yeah. about that. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, anything cold in the summer is a damn good thing, especially on the East Freaking yeah. Coast. Yeah. <laughs> the humidity is just awful. <laughs> oh yeah, no, but summer in Vegas ain't much better. I had to do an event out there in 2008 and it sucked. <laughs> Man, I I fell asleep last night and it was 96 degrees when I fell asleep. That's not oh, normal. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no humidity. Let's get a sunburn at midnight. Listen, yeah, I haven't turned off my air conditioning since 1972. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite summer food is stew because it's so ice cold in my house. Yeah. I make winter food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. As long as I pay my electric bill, that's all I care about. Because yeah, I can't live without air. Even in the winter, my air conditioner's on. Yeah, I grew I up where think... yeah, I grew up where we didn't have air conditioning, and then we finally got it. But in the middle of the night, my mother would sneak in and turn it off and open the yeah, window. I'm not, I'm not even <laughs> joking. My air conditioner has not been turned off since 1972. Yeah, it's just it's never turned off. Yeah, it's like it's you know what it's like to the show hoarders. When they interview the people, and they're always like, well, I grew up poor. I never had anything, so I just started buying tons of stuff when I grew up. I hoard cold air. Yes. I have central okay. air, and then in my bedroom, I have the central air going, a box air conditioner in the window, and two fans and a ceiling fan. All right, you I'm, I'm like I'm like I'm aged meat hanging in, <laughs> hanging in my room. I don't know why I miss Wyoming and Oregon. Oh. <laughs> you know, nothing like a Wyoming winter when it gets down to minus 40. Ah, crazy, crazy. Ooh. You know what? I'll take, I think I'll fall asleep to 96. The negative numbers scare me a little bit. I, You know, like oh, my uh, my aunt used to live in Minnesota, and she used to have to, like, cover her face because you'll get frostbite if you walk outside. So you'd rather, you rather be hot than cold then? See, that's yeah. why you go to Oregon. I'd rather be cold than hot, but I'd rather not have frostburn. Like, I need, like, a okay. good, like, a like a 65. I'm happy with that. <laughs> well, then you'd like yeah, Oregon, because when I left there, it was a, a balmy 68 degrees uh, 7th of July with no humidity. Dang, that's beautiful. <laughs> I like LA, too, though. California's got some beautiful weather as well, and it's, it's kind of year-round, so I'm liking yeah. LA at yeah. this point. <laughs> LA's not bad, but I mean, you know, if if, if you wanted to recycle something, you could get half the people in LA and get at least twelve dollars back. Dang. <laughs> oh wait, oh. All right, well, on the show we we do a food fight every week. Yes. But since this okay. isn't really food, yeah, would I, you I, like hot or cold? So hold on for one sec. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. Like, I enjoy I it. it. I, I enjoy it. 
I don't like humidity and, and chafing and sweating like that. Like if I'm trying to go to a wedding and I'm sweating in the suit and stuff like that, that's disgusting. But then there's always air conditioning. When it's boy. too cold, it's hard to get warm when it's too cold. Because I also don't have heat Yeah, but in my that's truck. when you got to snuggle and get under the blanket and use some body heat. Ah, no, no, then it's like now you're sticking to me. All right. But <laughs> I don't have heat in my truck either. So I've driven around. I've been stuck in traffic when it's below zero, and it sucks. And I drive around in the summer, and I'll, I, I'll do hot. I'll, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. I'm going hot weather. Clem's going cold. All right. Let me just write this down now. <laughs> we got a tally going? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I don't have time to do it on uh, on, on Facebook right now, but uh, I like hot. Brittany's hot. Clem's cold. Philomena, what do you like? Cold. Cold. All right. Would you rather be hot or cold? Yeah. And uh, Raven, yeah. would you say you wanted to? Uh... I'm with the cold, man. I'm sorry, you just cannot wear a leather jacket in the summer. And hey, you well, know, that's sure you can. Actually, Rose Bowl won the other night. It comes to Rose's concert. Yeah, you know, Axel Rose also probably had 30 fans on the stage. Nah, I'm sorry. I've done the leather jacket in the summer and had the heat stroke. No, thank you. I like cold weather because you can always put more clothes on than take off, and ain't nobody want to see that on me. Listen, I'm going to be well late to ladies. The cold weather doesn't bother me. <laughs> right. And, you know, the worst part about going to the frickin' beach isn't the isn't getting out of the water afterwards. It's the hippies trying to push me back in to set me free. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dang. So, Tina, how about you? Do you like it hot or cold? I'm hot weather person. I, I You can always go swimming. You can always go in the air conditioning. I hate up New York upstate New York winters. I don't like shoveling. I don't like the bitter cold. Brittany, <laughs> you're lucky that you don't live here anymore. You would hate these winters. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. I'm not sure if I ever asked you this, Tina, but upstate, like around Utica, I remember my girlfriend Mary's grandfather died, and they couldn't bury him for seven months because they said the ground was too frozen. Is that true? That's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. that. <laughs> I'm like, where did I put this guy? Why don't you just put him outside? <laughs> oh, no, they don't just God. put him outside. But yeah, it, it, it's cold like that where the ground is so frozen that you do have to wait until late spring, early summer to do that. It's absolutely true. That's really sad. God, we're living in the year 2016. They can't get a backhoe that works in, in frozen ground? So, what do you do with a body that's got to go in the ground? They keep him on ice. Oh, oh yeah, I'm going to open up a giant walk-in <laughs> for dead people. <laughs> well, why even do that? Just wait till it's winter and put them in the backyard. Yes, Bobby Flay's at right. the Mets game right now. My my uh, just pointed that out. He just saw Bobby Flay on TV. He's like, is he at the Mets game? Yes, he is. Nice, Bobby, oh, Bobby Flay. Flay. He's, he's your favorite, I know. He's, he, is he throwing out the opening pitch and it landed like a foot in front of him because he threw it like with a limp wrist? <laughs> no, I like that. I like that. I like Bobby. Just, you know. nice. I just found out that he has a giant, ugly red cat. He loves yes, his cat, cat, Nacho. 
I don't know. I think were, were they it, serious I, with those cats? Did they bring those cats with them when they when they I do their shows? Out. They keep them in the dressing room. I would have stepped on that thing. I would have fucking crushed that thing. I'm not a cat person. I'm not a cat hater, but I don't like cats at all. <laughs> I'm allergic to them. I think they're thieving, and I think only two people should own them. Both hoarders and, 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 and villains. <laughs> But like, the cats a good are, cats are good, like, no cats. wonder I like, like cats. <laughs> if you have a small face, little... the cat is cool. It's companionship. Cats are nice. I know. <laughs> I just, you know what? They freak me out. Cats freak me out because they always have moody. to be in another room for no apparent reason. At, at the, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, hey, I'm here and zing, I'm over there. And it sees they me as a, a restaurant supply company around me. And they have cats walking all over all of the stuff. I don't like it. Oh, that's kind of gross. Okay. And I don't well, I like. I mean, if cats are walking on products, then I'm not okay with that. But if they're walking right. on your or house, the kitchen counters, or the table. Oh, look at how cute he is when I do my electric can opener. He walks all over where you're about to eat. Do you like cats and Chinese food? Yes, I, I enjoy a good, a, you know, a good, uh, a good right. Siamese. That's to be Siamese. Good Siamese, little mean. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's let's check here if anybody commented. We got a hot weather. We got got another hot weather. What do you got there, Clemmy? I I just posted. We got too cold. Yeah. Wow. It's tight. (laughs) Too cold and hot. And cold. So, uh, Brittany, are we holding you from your party right now? What time I need to you have to prep right now. I, I need to go. <laughs> I do need to go start working on some stuff. Um, but I'm having fun talking to you guys. So. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, awesome. you are welcome to call in every week if you want. Every Monday night we do this. We always get okay. different chefs together and we just, you know, just. Yeah, there's always the the Kitchen you know? or a master chef person calling up and checking in from time to time. And I believe. I, I don't know. Are you a fan of DeAndre? Were you friends with DeAndre? I'm friends with DeAndre now, actually. He's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> All right, good, because I think he's going to be on next week. Yes, hey, he confirmed awesome. with me just a little while ago. He is going to call in next week. He will be our guest. Oh, all right, great. All right. So, That's Brittany, well, you're cool. more than welcome to call in next week with DeAndre. Sweet, I will. All right, awesome, cool. awesome. <laughs> all so, right, guys, by well, the yeah, way, I we forgot to go. ask you. We forgot huh. to ask you, how can people get in touch with you? Do you have a website? Yeah, What's your Twitter yourself? handle and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, my Instagram, um, I'm, I'm an Instagram freak. I post a lot of selfies, so just a little warning <laughs> for now. Um, but my Instagram is, uh, it's hey Craig, so it's H-E-Y-Y underscore C-R-A-I-G-G. Um, that's a good one to get me on. Um, Wait, what was Facebook, that? Hey Craig? Hey Craig. Yeah, hey Craig, like the the movie Friday, you know, when they're like, hey Craig. Right. That's, yeah, it's been my All thing right. since I was little. That's what everyone does to me. So, <laughs> and um, yeah, my Facebook is uh, Brittany Morgan Craig, and um, you'll see me. I have my little like Master Chef apron on, so it's, it's hard to hard to miss. <laughs> well, now, do you uh, do Twitter at all? I do Twitter as well. Um, I believe my Twitter is. I'm new to Twitter. I know that's kind of scary for a millennial, but um, I'm I'm kind no, of. I don't at worry it. about it. I um, just started it. Probably, I mean, I did a little bit here and there, but since Food Network Star, I got into it, and I swear to God, I yes. didn't know this many people knew who the hell I was. It's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. No, my Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is um, at Craig 
underscore Cooks. So C-R-A-I-G underscore C-O-O-K-S. All right, cool. So, yeah. And uh, website, sure, sure, sure. or is you just doing your Facebook and stuff for now? Um, website under construction. Um, I'll definitely be posting that on uh, my social media sites um, when I get that going. Um, but for now, yeah, it's just got Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter going. <laughs> yeah, ha- and do hashtag Kool-Aid craze. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the Kool-Aid grapes. That's the new thing. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be trending. I'm telling you. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Cool. All right, well, I, I mean, like I, 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 I just feel guilty that we're keeping you around. You know, I don't uh, it's want, okay, I don't it's want okay. To party. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So I just uh, wanted you to get those things out. This way, in case you had to run or something, if you're if you're burning burning something or. No, that would only be us. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna go start. I gotta roll up these spring rolls, so it's gonna take me a minute. So I'm gonna go. Brittany, right. thank you so much well, for coming on the show. Yes, Brittany, by all means, thank you so much. You're awesome. Congratulations on MasterChef, and good luck tonight (laughs) at your party, and definitely call in next week. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Brittany. All right, everybody, this is Brittany Craig. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Ciao, baby. All right. Yeah, nice. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yeah, that was that was freaking cool. Absolutely. I'm going to use Kool-Aid. I mean, I've been using Kool-Aid and stuff, but, you know. All right, let's, let's just try to catch up. Are you going on Jim Jones diet? Yeah, Jimmy Jones. I <laughs> <laughs> need them Elvis sunglasses. <laughs> I tell you so what, can I tell uh, you the um, best thing that I've ever had that had Kool-Aid in it? What? Dairy Queen used no. to have a Sunday called the Grape Kool-Aid Explosion. It was white soft serve, you know, vanilla soft serve ice cream with great Kool-Aid in it and Pop Rocks. Oh. And it was amazing. That needs to make a comeback. There aren't any Dairy Queens around here. There used to be. A whole bunch down here and out west. Yeah, well, you know what it is? Like the Carvels and all these cool little shops kind of shut down. I mean, Rita's Ice used to be all over the place, and Dairy Queen, and I mean, because <clears throat> a lot of them turned into, now it's like a McDonald's with Sundays on the side, you know, like the Dairy Queen is doing all chicken fingers and this and that, so the little ice cream shops have probably closed up. Well, and that's, up here, it's all mom and pop stores. It's all locally owned. Everybody has their own little niche, something different that they serve, that they're all really good. You try them all, but there's no chain uh, see, that's what ice I cream meant. stores I, or anything I like that. I wish I lived with a main street where everything, you know, you want to go get a suit, you have the guy make it for you down there. And then you got, you know, like the Woolworths and all that. Like, well, there are places like that. You just got to go to Middle America, man. We're, right. we're in the wrong friggin' place. I keep saying that. We're absolutely in the wrong friggin' place. <laughs> we used to have, you know, like Fort Richmond Avenue and Newdorf Lane were all like that, you know? Nice. But, yeah, Nudo Blame, we, yeah. we used to have it, but all these chains killed it. And now now you look, and everything is a chain. Everything is a chain. The Applebee's, the Fridays, the this, the that. Tuesdays, don't even, the Thursdays, the Mondays, yeah. forget it. Oh, but, and see, up here, we've gone the opposite direction. The chains don't come here as much. And, like I said, I, where I live in Rome, it used to be an Air Force base, so there was a lot more population. 
Right. It went from over 45,000 to about 20,000 people. So a lot of, like I said, there used to be a Dairy Queen, but the people that owned that then now own their own place. And it's just gone to all locally owned businesses. There really are very few chains here. That's pretty cool. And it's actually kind of nice. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's The great. money's staying local instead of going to chains. Right. Yeah, Which the means, recipe is, is pretty simple. Somebody else should just make the damn thing. <laughs> right, right. It's it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, oh, got another cold here. And, oh, look at that. It's like almost a dead tie here. Hot, cold, be bold, too tall. <laughs> we got a little second hand from Clem, I think, from before. <laughs> yeah. It should be feeling good right about now, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Miss Oregon. <laughs> nice, nice. Too much time spent in heat. Yeah, well, a guy TJ that used to work with me forever in kitchen say cold because it was too much time spent in the heat. So, you know, he works in. He used to work in kitchens, and now he works on rapid transit. So he's out on the train tracks and shit in this heat. So that's that's just crazy. That's um, brutal. I actually worked yeah. in a kitchen. It was a local place up here that was so old and so poorly insulated that you had to wear a coat in the kitchen in the winter. All right. The really? chef, the dishwasher, everybody. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah, it was freezing in there. It was, it was brutal up there sometimes. Right. Well, I mean. Uh, and climb, yeah, I'm another four hours north of that. Yeah, that must have been really crazy. Wow. So I got to ask this question to Philomena because I'm reading the comments on Facebook and it says, what are your favorite fruits to eat? And Philomena's comment is, big, big you cantaloupes. (laughs) What is the big, big you cantaloupe? Big, big you cantaloupe. Was that supposed to be Sean Cassidy's She likes your man boobs. (laughs) That's what I was trying to read. Big, Why big, you, you can't. So, I, um, Tina, I was looking in the uh, the chat room. This Christopher Johnson guy, see, he's from Brazil. Y- yeah, I'm trying to figure out who he is. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a message out to Rich Mancini trying to figure out exactly who this guy is. Said he was a friend. He's of saying Steve, he's no? a friend of Stephen Le- Stephen Lee's. He also said that he knows Rich and that he's he's met Rich. <sighs> And he also said he's coming here to Utica to visit. So I'm trying to figure out who this guy is. He also said he was coming yeah, to Brazil. Yeah, he said he's going to fly us all to Brazil to be on his show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's go. Nice. So, I can get a little Brazilian wax with him. Said he took a trip to Chicago and he showed him around. Hey, who knows? I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll let you know. I, the jury's still out what on this one. I, I, I check on everybody. It's really a 14-year-old huh? girl. Make it easy to show me catfish, ladies and gentlemen. Well, how many people contact me? And Vin, Vince Leone and, and I have, have uh, left about this many times. They'll contact us. And they, they're convinced that we've been on Hell's Kitchen, Master Chefs, Top Chef, and, and they think that we're celebrities. And it gets to the point where you just go, thank you, and you feed right into it because I hate correcting people. Right. 
You're like, yeah, yeah, I was on House Kitchen. I beat so-and-so. And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember you. You were wonderful. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well I, I love what I get. You are an audience chef. I'm like, yeah, I was, and I won. Well, you know what I get all the time from Chef Lou, who's our friend, tells people all the time, oh, you know him from, uh, you know Rob from Top Chef, Hell's Kitchen. I'm like, I was on none of those. Lou. Oh, I'm I'm the Iron One, the uh, he never knows. I'm like, it was chopped. Cutthroat Kitchen. What is the one you're on now? Like the, uh, I'm like, oh my god, you're the worst. The worst. So, I don't know. So, I've been on half of them, and I didn't even do anything. It's awesome. Yeah, not bad. But I do get some crazies contact me, and I'm like, uh, delete. I'm not, not yeah, talking one, to you. One pilot I did even had to do with food, even though it was a radio show. When we had Chubby Checker and Dexter Morgan from Chris Angel cook pizza against each other in Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Some of the fun of my hairy ass run, wonder running around the country. <laughs> I just eat y'all's food. I nobody wants to put me on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on TV and still nobody wants to put me on TV. Yeah, same here, but still. Don't feel bad. I always end up on the cutting room floor for some reason. I don't know why. I guess because I'm pretty. I'm always on TV against my will. Me too. That's my old friend. When you start hearing the bad voice theme, stop what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. But, uh,. All right. Well, I believe we have a clear winner right now for the food fight. <laughs> By two. It's hot weather. Wow. Okay. Yes. I mean, later on, when there's like 170 on each of our uh, on each of our pages. Uh, that's oh, like, yeah. My phone goes off all night now because I all never put these night. on. I never put them on my page. I just started, and now it's like crazy. But kind of, kind of digging uh, the interactions now. But you know what? Let's get a little quick because we didn't do this. Let's get a little news in quick. CTL News with Big and Beefy. quick one. It says, a few days ago, according to our buddies at foodbeast.com, a few days ago, Taco Bell announced that it's going to test out its Cheetos Cheeto Burritos. <clears throat> and basically what it is, it's their version of a walking nacho, man. Walking around nacho. Cheetos nice. Burritos, man. Gotta love it. I, I think, you know what? I am not a fan of Taco Bell at all, but I am impressed with their Dorito-flavored taco shell. And I think I would try this. I love Taco Bell commercials. Yes. Because the food looks fantastic. When yes. you get it, it looks like I opened up a hot diaper. Yes. It's not good. The only one thing good... I liked at a Taco Bell was their cheesy tots, their cheesy potato tots. Yeah. And they got that special Mountain Dew that no one else has. They have the old the rights right. to uh, that red that Baja right? Blast or whatever yeah. it is. Otherwise, you're not, not a fan. Well, now you get you can get the Ortega mix, the nacho cheese, hard shells and stuff. Really? The Dorito ones, yeah. They have ranch. They got regular. Pretty damn good. Okay. So I'd, rather, I'd much so, rather make that stuff at home. It's safer. Right. 
But I, yeah, and it tastes better. Cause, like, it tastes better, absolutely. Really but uh, I have a little old news. Today is since it's Raspberry whatever day. Raspberry. But today in 1932, the Mars bar candy bar. Was introduced. Ooh. I think the Mars bar is a lost candy bar. It's one of my favorite candy bars. Yeah. I don't know why it's not as popular as it should be. I don't understand it. Yep. Well, here's a little here's a little news. The biggest beer merger in the world is about to happen. Anheuser Busch is a um, yeah Anheuser and how's a bush, Budweiser. And how's a bush. Fine house. And how's a bush? Fine house, your dick. Uh, well, they're combining with uh, Miller. Really? Miller beer. And they're they're giving like $60 a share or something like blah, blah, blah. They they're going to be 30% of the world's beer distributors. They're going to take Miller and Bud and make mud. Yeah. Well, actually, because I think. Um, Miller and Coors or Miller, Miller and Coors uh, is a combo. So now it's going to be Anheuser Busch is going to own Miller and Coors. Oh, forget it. They got they got they got it all. Yep. So, but they they signed a a thing that they will not try to take over the craft beer market. They're going to let these people be and just do their regular. Um, well, how nice are their ninety gazillion dollar billion? Yeah, company? exactly. That was and, you know, and who pays most of it? Me. Me. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't know if you ever kept up with this guy. Here's another weird dude that got famous for doing okay. just weird shit. This guy, Dr. Claw. He was New York City's illegal underground lobster roll dealer, and now he's back in business. Okay. This guy in Brooklyn... Used to make chowders and stuff out of his house and lobster rolls. And he started getting famous for his lobster rolls. He was selling like two to three hundred illegal, like he health department illegal. Okay. You know, just by people he knew and social media, he'd sell two to three hundred um, lobster rolls a day. So he became kind of famous for that. Then health department caught in on it and they shut him down. So, somebody from the cooking channel had a sit-down with him. Okay. And they, he said it was in a limo or whatever. He had this sit-down. And where, where the hell is it? And they said, we'll give you your own show. So, he was like, oh, great. So, his show was going around to, like, the east, you know, the east, um, eastern seaboard, Visiting fishermen and doing food and cooking and doing all that shit. And, but they told him he can't be Dr. Claw anymore. He can't do anything. So they took his life for three years. And now his contract's up and he's back. He has his own app that you can do the show. You can keep track of him. He's doing his like lobster rolls again and shit like that. Absolutely. Way to stick it to the man. But the guy's pretty awesome. He rides around in a motorcycle. That he customized to look like a lobster, and he has a giant gold lobster claw around his neck. He's like the alley. He said, "Alley G meets Boston." Nice. So it's pretty cool. I want to check this guy out, man. His his name is. Oh, shit, I just lost his name. Don't claw. Ben Sargent. He's right out of Williamsburg. 
Why do I know that name? I know that name. Ben Sargent. Yeah, Greenpoint shut down as illicit lobster roll business is selling potentially hazardous foods without a permit. Ah, come on, give it a rest. We've been doing this. None of this ever was around in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and nothing ever happened. Once they started breaking bulls about everything is when things started happening. Right. And do you know that's how Paula Dean got started? Yeah, she started the lunch business. The yeah, the, business. the bag lady or whatever. Yeah. The lunch lady, the bag lady. No, it was the bag lady. Was it the bag lady? Yeah, because it was brown paper bags, and she, she was afraid to leave a house, so she had the sons go out and sell them to a, give it to, sell to a business. No one bought it, so she started giving it away, and then she started charging. I had a crush on Paula Dean when I was younger. Yeah, me too. I like her, man. I wish she was like I my grandma. I love Paula Dean. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, so this guy, Ben Sargent, check him out. Google him. Download the app. He'll tell you everywhere he's going to be, where, is, where he's filming, where his shows are going to be, what fishermen to get your fish from. So, pretty wild. So, Ben Sargent, Dr. Claw, check that crap out. And uh, I think that's about it for us tonight. That's it. Yeah, we're going to end the show, man. We got eight minutes left. We want to thank everybody, man. Yeah, uh, Brittany, Brittany, I'll tell you what, Brittany got... Craig, and I'm I, so glad you, know, you called in. She was yeah. awesome. She really was awesome. Uh, Tina, thanks for getting us the guests, hooking us up. Raven, thanks for always being there. Time, bro. Yeah, so. I was going to say Teresa. There was someone I knew I was leaving. Well, Teresa, Teresa, we hope everything's yeah. all right. Yeah, you know, all right. whatever. Well, Amina, thanks for always talking about keeping it interesting. Yeah. And, and Annette, and that, thank you always for calling. You're awesome. Remember? Keep doing that every You better